Welcome to Season 2 of Community, a podcast by Sisos Africa. Last season, we focused on the effects of COVID-19 within various communities in Uganda, from artists to workers to doctors to businessmen and women. This season, we set alight our campfire with stories and conversations on giving within our communities. Join us as we unpack and celebrate giving in Uganda and across the continent. We would love to hear from you. You can catch us every Thursday on Anchor or on the SafeSource website. Welcome to today's conversation. In conversation with us is Honorable Rhoda Kalema. She's a very great name in our history for those who are from Uganda. An icon in the women's movement, an icon in our politics, an icon in Buganda, where she is from, and we are extremely honored to have this conversation with her. Rhoda, if you don't mind me calling you that, can you no, please yes, tell I'm our nice. no, no, yes, better. Yes. Can you please tell our listeners three things about you or introduce yourself in three short sentences? I'm Rhoda Nshibiwa Karema. Shibiwa is my father's name and Karema my husband's name. Of course both deceased. I'm extremely grateful, but also very honored and humbled that Jackie has decided to come and get some information about me. Jackie is saying that she would like to know about my habit or or my belief in giving. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I'm giving. You are. You are a great giver. If I can turn out this And I didn't know nice. that it was so unusual to give. <laughs> it, I didn't know that it was so that unusual to give to others. So Rhoda, oh. it's, it's not unusual. Actually, what is unusual is to call ourselves givers because we give all the time. But for an African to identify as a giver is often hard. And so part of what this podcast is doing is to celebrate that we are givers, is to tell our stories of giving. Because when we don't tell those stories, the assumption out there, the narrative out there, is that Africans are poor, they are beggars, and yet we know that we are rich in our giving. And so if you can walk backwards with me, where did you, where is this root of your generosity from, Rhoda? I, Jackie, I'll first say that I, feel, I think you are very generous to me. <laughs> to inform me or to let me know or to describe me as someone who's a giver. I think it's just a believer. I just believe mm-hmm. that that is in essence, it's is blessed to give than to receive. Mm-hmm. I feel so satisfied when I give. Mm-hmm. But not only that, I feel so sad to see people who are so unable to live well mm-hmm. when I have perhaps something excess which I can give mm-hmm. to let other people be as comfortable as I am. I don't know how to describe it, but I thought it was normal and mm. natural mm-hmm. for one to see someone else who's, who, who's in need mm-hmm. and is be giving. I must say, from my home, my father was very generous. Yes. I didn't know when I was young that he was he was generous. Mm-hmm. But as I grew up and I see how he administered a very, very big home, mm-hmm. taking care of everyone who was at home. My father had his original church wife, but also had four other wives, including my mother. Yes. And uh, my father, by the way, was born in 1983. 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, so Christian was just coming in the country. Okay. 
It may be a puzzle to some people, particularly the clergy and the church authorities, to see that someone who had several wives was at the same time very keen to know God. Mm-hmm. And he was killed, was assassinated mm-hmm. in the front of the Namibia Cathedral, where he would go every morning to say prayers before going to the office. Now, just, just to explain that in spite of having not had any, educa- any class education, yeah. He grew up to be generous and to love other people, to be mm-hmm. better off as he was. To him, it was a duty mm-hmm. to see that our people, other people are well off. And it's possible that perhaps I learned from our home the same thing as my mother. My mother was also extremely generous. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it when I was young. Yes. I thought it was a normal thing I, in my autobiography. I refer to her as a generous person, the same mm-hmm. as my father. Mm-hmm. I refer to them as a generous person. My father educated all of us, his children, and all the young boys who, who were relatives of his wives. So he didn't have much money, mm-hmm. but he was there, he was all the time ready to see that all his people, yeah. all his family were educated. He just learned, he never told us you must be generous. Mm-hmm. I think this is something one grows up with. You grow up seeing your parents giving themselves and giving to others, giving their lives. So I hear you say two things. That one, part of the root of your generosity is as a young girl learning this or observing your parents being generous. But your generosity is also rooted in your faith, in the belief that it is our responsibility when we have, not to let the person who doesn't have go hungry, sleep naked. It's just, it's, that is very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. that's the beginning of my, um, in my birth and my, my upbringing. But then time came when going to school, the school where I went, being a missionary school, mm-hmm. King's College Bodo, mm-hmm. from the age of seven, I went to, well, I started in Gayaza, but then when King's College Bodo opened the doors, for girls in 1933, and he had seen his fa- friends, mainly chiefs, fellow chiefs, send their children to Budo. He moved Sarah and me from Gaza High School to Junior School of King's College Budo. Mm-hmm. And we started P2 there. So I was in Gaya, in Budo, for 11 years, mm-hmm. up to the top of the school, mm-hmm. up to the end of the school. Mm-hmm. Whoever went through Budo must have learned to share with others. Mm-hmm. Whoever went through Budo, we are, bo- we are sisters and we are brothers, sisters, and the boys were brothers, brothers. Mm-hmm. We, we learned, without it telling us, mm-hmm. we learned to share. There was also the, the, uh, the teachers. Mm-hmm. Our teachers just showed us it's important to share. They didn't have much, but they mm-hmm. showed us we had to share with yes. others. Mm-hmm. And it became part of us, mm-hmm. became part of me, and became so traumatic. We didn't learn about being wealthy, mm-hmm. having a lot on or to, to ourselves, but we learned to share. to share. And I remember whenever a parent came on Saturday to bring some food or something mm-hmm. to eat, mm-hmm. all one's friends, close friends, would come and eat, up, eat that money, eat the food, or share the bread, or share the, the some biscuits, or share whatever their parents had brought. And although their parents had expected that's why they had brought Joyce or Mary or whoever to last them two, three days. Yes. I can I can remember it lasted one evening or yes, two. Yes. Because he had to share. Yeah. 
there were some parents mm -hmm. whom one would say would call indulged in their children. Mm -hmm. But those children had learned first yes. not to be not to eat on their own. Yes. <laughs> they had to share with yes, others. Yes, yes. During the time of school I came to know learning the Bible, particularly the Beatitudes, which I came to know later. Yes. That was the first teaching Jesus taught mm -hmm. after experiencing the temptation in the in the desert mm -hmm. by, by the devil. And it says about who are blessed, blessed are those who give. And this morning I was reading about, in my devotion, reading about the Good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. So it is again giving, giving, giving. He himself gave that, Jesus himself gave that, uh, that story mm -hmm. of the Good Samaritan, of a man who fell, who were robbed mm -hmm. and injured. Mm -hmm. And he was saying the compassion, you don't just show compassion without giving. Yes. Compassion goes with the giving. This good this Samaritan, he not only whine, the others just say, oh, sorry, oh, how sorry, oh, sad, and they went away. Yeah. Now he gives a, an example of one who got off his horse, yes. looked at the man, bound his wounds, yes. and then he gave, he also yes. took him yes. to an inn to be taken care of, and he paid. Yeah. He said, if this is not enough, let me know. So... Mm. Compassion is action. Compassion. Yes. That compassion yes. and mercy. To show mercy and mm -hmm. compassion and mm -hmm. giving and giving. So I believe in, I can't have, I believe that I can never have enough. Enough, enough cannot do much for me mm -hmm. when the others are suffering. Yes. And Rhoda, if I can bring us fast forward to a time that I visited you one Saturday morning mm. and you showed me pictures mm. of a family in Chiroga mm. whose children you were supporting with education. You took from your own pocket, but also were, you were doing a fundraising drive for them. That mm. is one. I know you've given your time to the Old Budo Association, Old Budonians Association. I know you've given your time, money, energy to the Bible Society of Uganda. And I'm sure in between there are so many things you have given to. <laughs> um, do you want to tell us more about what you've done in, in regard to giving? Or anything that has, you know, through the years of your giving, something that has really touched you, encouraged you in the path of giving? Uh, Jackie, what you are asking is a bit... Seems easy but difficult. I know. <laughs> because me. I would say that yes. I never think about it. It, mm. it is uh, giving to Bible Society. It's my belief in particularly giving to Bible Society, becoming a member of Bible Society, and a life member of Bible Society. Mm -hmm. Because I believe the Bible is the foundation of Christianity. Anyone who wants to, who believes he wants to know God, the Christian way has to know the Bible. Mm -hmm. And once I was able to know that there's a Bible Society, United Bible Society, for instance, and many years ago, mm -hmm. and then Uganda, Uganda Bible Society, Uganda became part of the United Bible Society, and then British, British, uh, British Uganda Society, and finally, about 52 years ago now, mm -hmm. over 52 years ago now, Bible, Bible Society of Uganda became independent. Mm -hmm. I had decided to be a member of the Bible Society of Uganda after, after believing that I can't go, I can't know Jesus well enough to know that Jesus saved my life without being part of the, without reading my Bible. And once there was a society, it was my duty to join the society. Mm -hmm. So I joined the society in 1977. Um, before it was really, Bible Society was independent. 
And finally, I became an independent Bible Society of Uganda, paying my membership every year. And about over 12 years ago, I think, when the General Secretary and Executive invited members to become life members, mm -hmm. I thought it was right yes. for me to become a life member. I pay little more. So in, in, law, in, la, in la, loving the Bible Society and reading the Bible Society, I learned more about how God gave Mm -hmm. His own yeah. only son for me. Mm -hmm. So if God gave His son for me mm -hmm. to save me from eternal death, but bring me up to eternal life, then I think there cannot be too much for me to give yes. anybody. And for, I must say, God has been giving me God. God has been giving me a lot of gifts through people. Most of what you see here was yes. given to me. We're doing this recording that, in Rhoda's house. That so, cupboard, yes. that, that toy was given to me. Mm -hmm. A lot in this house, if mm -hmm. I were to show you, it was given to me. So giving is a cycle. There's never, yes. in a sense, a person who is a permanent giver no. who never receives. Or and a well, person and, who receives uh -huh. permanently and never gives. It is a cycle of life. And all that, if they had time for... For, for, for gospel, yes. will be, will be, will be uh, opening the Bible here and there and there mm -hmm. and tell you that it is really, it's more blessed to give mm -hmm. than to receive. I wish people would know that it's more blessed to give than to receive. Yes. I can never expect, understand how people can want to have so much money, so much wealth, when others don't have mm -hmm. anything. So then in a sense, maybe giving is also about addressing injustice or inequality mm. because like you're saying it's not wise even to have a lot when your neighbor is going when, hungry. My, when my neighbor doesn't yes. have enough yes. enough to eat mm -hmm. it may be natural to other people but to me it's just not natural yes just not natural mm -hmm. true you were you talked about those children the the pods uh, the quotes. I felt Peter, I felt sorry. I felt my, I just found myself looking up those quadruplets in the Kiboga, in Bokomero. Then I read the story. Which, fortunately, New Vision had also picked up from Zambia. Mm -hmm. And I read it from New Vision. So one day, when I went through Bokomero, going back to my home in Kiboga, I asked about where this, where this family are. And they, 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 I think they redirected me. Also, long to ever, ever since I went to see them and and adopted and adopted them whenever I could go go mm -hmm. go there. Fortunately, Norman Sharita and his wife Frida. One day they asked me. Norman Sharita was a very very kind, very kind-hearted. They said, Rhoda, you go to Kiboga. Do you know about that court plates? Said yes, I do. Uh, it's now two years I've been I've been with them. So he said, whenever, whenever, whenever you are going to Chiboga, let me know. I can send them something. Send them sugar, soap, some clothing. One day send them basins and posho. Finally, one day he said, Rhoda, do you know your children will have to start schooling? I said, you are right. They'll start schooling. And between Norman Charlotte and his wife Frida and myself, I paying for their school fees. Yes. <laughs> There will be 12 wow. in November, mm -hmm. two boys and two girls. Mm -hmm. They are now very big girls. So I just find it just natural for me yes. to see that uh, God created those children and he must have put on their, must have put on their way people to take care of them. Mm -hmm. And yes. I think it is, mm -hmm. it's Christian. I remember reading a little book, said Jesus, who never saw any need without 
making every effort to meet that need. He never saw any need without seeing that he he relieves that need. Yeah. I remember reading something recently. It says when you give what you believe, when you give what you have, the little you have, God makes it enough. Mm. Isn't it amazing? It is. Uh, particularly now during this COVID, my brother must be fed up with me <laughs> because time has like I like I look at them, look at those women. They are all with baskets of bananas, and the other the other two women were baskets of bananas. Where are they going to sell them? Yeah. They need something to eat. And you find yourself, when you stop at a, at a, in a, during the traffic jam, I find myself emptying my purse, giving it. The other day, a boy was, a young boy was selling sponges. And they said to my brother, because he was on the, his side, Boss, assist me, said Boss, he was selling sponges at 2,000 each. Of course, my brother didn't have the 6,000 shillings there, even the 2,000. Immediately, I gave him the a boy. If this I'm just giving you an example. Yes, yes. Yeah, at, around, around the clock, around the desert towers, going down to Garden City, and this this kind of misery and need and poverty, particularly right now, and school children. Now I'm, I'm sure you see many school, school, school children now of this age, primary. I said to him, "How old are you? Ten? Are sending two sponges, three sponges? You, if you can't be touched by that, what can touch you?" Yes. So, so as we went down this conversation, Rhoda, what if there was one thing you would tell the next generation about the, giving? What would it be? I immediately first, not my own understanding, because I don't have, I cannot mourn my own, know what to teach others, because I've been taught and learned from God, from Jesus, and then from my parents and from 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 many other people but of course i'll start with the bible because the bible is, is full of giving and it's a blessing to give blessed are those the poor in spirit but blessed are those who are merciful because god shows them mercy so if we are merciful not that we are i don't we don't, you don't give because you want to earn to earn the mercy of god mm-hmm. But you just do it and don't refuse to give mercy to other people. And then on Sunday, you go to church to ask God for mercy. And I was reading that mercy, prerogative of mercy, for instance, as, uh, as is, uh, is uh, something that uh, a head of state is supposed to give, to, to give someone mercy, not because he deserves, yes. not because he deserves it, but because you need to be merciful to him mm-hmm. or to her in spite of him, of his own fault. But at the same time, you show mercy to someone else and it gives you peace. You you, you get you, you earn peace by showing mercy to someone. I earn always earn peace. Mm. If I give if I see someone else. I don't I don't think about that man anymore. All that whatever I've given. I'm just happy that someone is well well, well off. Someone, well yes. Off, yes. So, uh, Jackie, I'm not conscious that I'm, 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 I give out. Maybe it's, it is just automatic, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And after giving it, I don't continue to think about it. Yes. Uh, I think, Rhoda, Jackie, just like you said, as a little girl, we observe, right? We, 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 that's how we are as human. You learn not just by what is said, but by what is done. Mm. Going back to your point about compassion is action. And so I have observed you giving of your time, of your talent, of your treasure to many, many causes. And we celebrate that about you. 
and we are glad to have had this conversation with you to know what the root the seed of that is and to then also encourage the next generation about giving because like you said giving is a cycle so thank you for teaching us that we may teach those that are coming after us it's been a pleasure having this conversation thank you for your time